afternoon, Australia. Good evening, America, and welcome to everyone listening across the planet. This is Complete Feng Shui, and it's a co-hosted show with the lovely Michelle Castle. Now, before we get on with the show, what I, here's what I need you to know. If you're listening live on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitch, or Twitter, please know that Hannah is ready and waiting to provide you with links about anything that we talk to today. Failing that, you can jump on to completefengshui.com or tonylontis.com, click on the co-host tab on the website and you will also get all the downloadables and all the links to anything that we talk about here today. Now, each week we've been doing a welcome to country and this week is no different and it goes like this, I respectfully acknowledge the people of the Yugamba language region on the Gold Coast, Queensland, Australia, the traditional owners of the land on which we broadcast and meet. And I want to pay my respects to the elders past and present and all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders here listening today. Now, as you know, this is our co-hosted series and it's focused on feng shui, Chinese astrology and metaphysical studies. And this, sadly, is the last in the series. It's not going to be the last that you see Michelle and I working together. We do have some more plans in place a little bit further down the line. But this is the last in this this show series. And I have to say at this point that it is my divine privilege to talk to people who are passionate about their subject matter, who are knowledgeable, wise and educative of the audience. And that's exactly what Michelle has been and complete feng shui has just filled me with information overload there is so much to know and it's so incredibly helpful so these shows have been packed with hints and tips and knowledge and wisdom that is easy to implement in your life and incredibly easy to follow and understand and a reminder that Michelle consults globally and in particular around buildings and feng shui, offices and feng shui, businesses and feng shui. So if you want to give any of those areas a boost, really encourage you to reach out and connect with Michelle because she can do readings um, virtually from anywhere and it's all based on the analytics of energy. Now, Michelle, today when we were talking, um, when we were prepping for the show today, we were discussing what we're going to talk about and it's been kind of a moving feast about what we talk about because sometimes, and this happens across businesses the globe over, you can plan for things and then sometimes something will happen that just doesn't quite make it to the show. And so... Today we wanted to do kind of a roundup and it will be around feng shui and Chinese astrology around the year 2022. And this year has been another interesting year. Each year at the end of the year I say thank God that's over, let's get on with the new year, it's going to be fantastic 
and each year it's different. So last week we spent the whole show talking about uh, feng shui and relationships and again I encourage you to go back and re-watch the show. There is such gold nuggets of information packed in that show about feng shui, Chinese uh, astrology and relationships. Again, easily implemented tips and tricks to try and improve things and the energy in and around your life. Um, Today I want to welcome Michelle firstly back to the show and before I ask my first question I have to say that that painting that sits behind you, now Michelle's purposely changed her background each and every week as a reminder of how you can change the energy in your life and today is no different so good morning Michelle welcome back to the show tell us about the background good morning hello thank you um well this is actually this may not be everybody's taste this painting for sure um but but it's a particular favorite of mine within my home um this painting um was actually done by a local artist and and to me it's very much about a collection of women so 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 the painting to me is all about support of women and um it's a collection of women from all all different levels and and states within life um really about looking forward and supporting each other in in their endeavors and um, as as we know I really enjoy educating and I I enjoy tapping into that type of energy for for people so 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 and women are are very um, in a in a really strong position at the moment Um, there's so much action and movement and change this year Um, but women are actually um, getting stronger in their position as we head towards period nine so as of 2024 it will actually be the time period of the middle-aged woman and um, it's at that point that middle-aged women really really stepping into their power and um, so so this painting always reminds me of the strength and the collective of, of women and women's luck and I have to agree with Michelle so not only does um, Chinese astrology and feng shui back up this feminine energy or rise of feminine energy almost every second conversation I'm having at the moment be that predominantly with women but also with men they are feeling the gentle and strong rise of feminine energy and that's pretty darn exciting isn't it Michelle yes it is yeah it it, it is and um like the the position of the rabbit this year is actually of the flying star three and obviously the rabbit is an animal that is all about reproduction and growth um so um this year the the rabbit is actually in a position of um conflict and dissatisfaction which brings about action and movement and change so a, a very pivotal year for women to really stand up and to be counted um and as i said women's energy over the years has been getting stronger but it's actually getting stronger and stronger within its momentum because i think we actually need that softness as well we we need that 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 mothering and softness that that women actually bring um with, with all that they endeavor and do 
and and that's right, Michelle. We we're not saying this to denigrate men or masculine energy oh, in no. any way. No. But the fact is that for millennia, masculine energy has been the stronger force on our planet, oh. and for our worlds to move forward, the energy must change, and that's a rebalancing with feminine energy, um, yes. which is incredibly exciting. And to think that 2024 will be that year. Um, um, of the middle-aged woman that just lights me up that's incredibly that's wonderful well, well it's really good for both of us considering yes. <laughs> we're, yes. we're, we're kind of classed we're a bit biased we're incredibly biased, but but that stands. That's that's good for our daughters and our granddaughters and our great granddaughters moving forward. So we are the matriarchs of a different generation, and that's pretty darn exciting. Now, I want to know what's up with the feng shui energy in twenty twenty two. Tell me all. 2022 is actually a triple tiger year. I think we have discussed this before. Um, But when we look at feng shui and Chinese astrology, Chinese astrology plays a major part in our date selection and also in the way that we perform from one year to the next, um, depending which Chinese astrology animals actually sit within your chart. Everybody has up to four Chinese astrology animals within their chart. So you may actually know and understand the animal that is in your year of birth, but most people don't realise that there's an animal in their month and their day and also within their hour. So you Mm. have the combination of however those four animals are performing to how that is actually going to affect your life. So 2024 is a triple tiger year. We, in fact, have the tiger sitting in the year, the month, Um, and also within the hour. And then we have the um, rat actually sitting on the day. So the tiger holds a lot of wood energy, but the tiger for this year also holds an awful lot of water energy. So Mm. it means we have a lot of water energy about. Now, water actually represents movement and it represents change. And Mm. the tiger's actually quite a ferocious animal. Tigers aren't timid Mm. in, in, in any way. So tigers do not like to be caged they like growth and they like action and this is what 2022 has actually very much been about and we've already seen that how there is such quick and sudden change from day to day hour to hour and month to month so this year is very much about resetting things it's a Mm. it's a major year for change um and there it's very action orientated um the people are actually looking at things more um intelligently um than possibly what they were last year um but it's definitely a, a tumultuous year it's, it's, it's not an easy That's year an um, but it can be a very exciting year um change is always very exciting i agree change is is challenging but i find it exciting as well and tumultuous yeah. is is a pretty good description because if you look a lot across global events uh natural disasters um as Michelle and I have talked about we've been subject to two lots of floods and I can tell you the la- those floods our our property is still waterlogged so there are spaces on our property where the water has not dried and if we get a sunny day it's actually pr- quickly followed by a shower and it's wet all over again so that water 
element is very present in terms of physical um well the earth has actually got quite moist over the last couple of years because in 2020 when the rat arrived the rat was in fact a is a water animal is the water base from an element point um oh. so when the rat arrived in 2020 it brought water and then when the ox arrived last year the ox also contained a lot of water in last year's chart oh. and this year um we actually have six out of the four elements are, are, are water, water um with, within the chart so we we have this huge influx of water and if we have no fire to 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 actually warm up the energy within the charts then we're we're overwhelmed by this water energy and water is extremely intelligent but it can also be quite cold so it, ah. it, it means um emotions are actually running really high this year as well with that yep. huge influx of water yeah, yeah. Um, Michelle, I want to also, um, we wanted to also talk about Chinese astrology. And um, I thought that we could start the conversation by reminding people about the animals within Chinese astrology um, and what we can expect in 2022 from each of those elements. Okay, so yes, there oh, are elements is the wrong word. Sorry, Michelle. I'm trying to get my <laughs> I'm trying to get my feng shui Chinese astrology terminology correct because elements okay. are a separate component. Of well, well, they actually are. So every every animal is comprises of um, up from one to three ele- elements. So each animal has its own base element, but then there are also um, up to three elements hidden per animal. So 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 oh. when we start looking at the elements, everything about feng shui and Chinese astrology actually comes back to the elements. So everything is fire, earth, metal, water, and wood. So it is the combination of these elements, and really how the Um, Chinese astrology animals perform from one year to the next really comes down to how well those elements are going to perform and how they're going to interact from one year to the next too Um, and that kind of dictates what type of luck you are going to have from Mm -hmm. from one year or one month to 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 the next so when we look at the animals they have elements actually attached to them but what they also have attached to them is we call them stars so they're like they're mountain stars Um, and the mountain stars also tell a story so depending which mountain stars come in now the mountain stars actually come from the sun and the moon and really from an astrological point and um, the same as the flying stars flying stars and mountain stars is really just a term of um saying where the animal's actually located on the compass so where, where, where it's actually sitting um astrologically wise we, 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 within the universal energy and that energy will bring about a mountain star as such so that that's really just how we explain it um and so each animal will perform in 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 a different way so the rats for the, this year um mm-hmm. the rats very um busy it has the position of victory within its chart. It sits in the position of the flying star one. So the rat is actually in a position of victory. It is also in a position of making lots of money and wealth because the rat is a water element and the element of water is actually the element of cash flow for this year. So rats do have the ability to tap into really good cash flow this year. But what the rat does have is a natural disaster star. And the natural disaster star just means that the rat 
has to be very mindful of its surrounding because mm. a natural disaster start is exactly that. It's been at the wrong place and at the wrong time. Um, the worst time that this will actually affect the rat is probably December um, because the December is actually the rat month. So um, if oh. you're born in the month of the rat, if you're born in December, you're in fact born in the month of the rat, um, which means the natural disaster star can have something to do with your health as well. So you, you need to be more mindful um, of your health for this year. We have the ox. The ox actually is in the um, position of current prosperity. The ox has the flying star eight sitting within its chart. Um, so the ox has actually big auspicious stars within its charts. It also has nobleman luck. So the ox has a lot of helpful people and noble people around them. So they just need to keep their eyes open and actually be mindful mm -hmm. of that, that there is help there. As long as you're, you, you you step up and you go, yes, please help me. I, I, you, you're willing to actually accept it. Mm -hmm. But the ox may actually feel a little bit lonely as well. So the ox is still feeling a little bit sluggish from last year's energy um, uh -huh. and a little bit tired. Um, which means it can actually go, I feel a little bit lonely actually within themselves. Um, the ox month is January. So if you're born yep. in the month of January, you're also born in the ox month. So you would okay. have the ox within your chart. The tiger is um, born in February. So February mm. is actually the tiger month. And the tiger this year has current prosperity as well. So the tiger is in a really, really strong position. It has mm. both big and small auspicious stars. So it means it can tap into its luck very, very easily. It has the backing of the Tatsui, which is actually the god of the year. So even though it is year of the tiger, they do have the backing mm -hmm. of the Tatsui, which means they are really well protected and really well supported. They have an academic star and they also have a travel star. So um, it means the tiger has a lot of travel and movement. Now, this is why we're having so many travel incidents actually this year, because the tiger okay. being a travel star will actually um, increase travel on a whole for people, particularly for tigers. So if you're um, born in a tiger year, it means you've got that great opportunity for travel and movement, but it also means you've got the opportunity to meet a lot of new friends and clients yeah. and contacts as well within your chart. Now, the rabbit is born in the month of March. So if you're born in the month of March, you actually have the rabbit sitting in your month pillar as well. Now, when we talk about year and month, the year mm -hmm. relates to your overall luck for the year. It's about your friends, your clients, your colleagues, your family, um, your work, how you're going to perform from the eyes of others. So, so the year is actually very much what is seen of how you're performing. Where your month is actually about your cash flow. It's also about your personal well-being, so your physical and emotional well-being. So uh -huh. depending what animal sits in your month, that will actually determine how you're physically and emotionally going to feel about yourself um, for the year as well. So the rabbit this year is in the position, like I mentioned before, of the flying star three. Now, yes. the flying star three is actually um, a star of anger, conflict and dissatisfaction and frustration. Mm -hmm. um, but the flip side of that is it brings about a lot of action and movement and change. And interestingly enough, the Flying Star 3 sits in the east, which is the location of the rabbit. But the east is also the location of China within the world. Um, yes. And within Australia, 
Um, the East is actually like New South Wales and Queensland. ACT and mm-hmm. Queensland. Yeah. So this is why, um, like I know we've got elections coming up here. Yes. There's going to be so much movement and change. This is when the stand of independence actually comes in because there is such an overall feeling of dissatisfaction. And this is why mm-hmm. there will be certain movement um, also within China because we have that feeling of dissatisfaction actually sitting w- w- within that pocket. But the rabbit within itself is doing relatively well. So to me, I like action, movement and change. I I, I think if you get in that position of dissatisfaction, you can move forward, which is great. So the rabbit also has the peach blossom luck and it also has flower oh. romance. So the oh. rabbit is actually feeling quite confident um, within itself. Um, so this movement and change is really good. And it also has what we call a golden deity star. And the golden deity star means that you can actually tap in and trust your intuition. And rabbits are oh. generally quite intuitive. So the rabbit really needs to tap in and go, you know what, I do trust that gut feeling. I, like mm-hmm. I I am protected and I can actually tap into my intuition. Then, of course, we have the dragon. The dragon is the month of April. So we've actually just survived a dragon month. Dragons tend to (laughs) really shake things up. They're very charismatic. Um, They're really bright and bold and um, they usually make quite a statement. Um, So the dragon has what we call a star of arts. So the last month in the dragon would have brought a fair amount of um, creativity. Um, Mm -hmm. But the dragon is also in the position of the flying star seven. Uh, flying stuff four actually and four's all about people luck so the dragon's actually feeling a lot more friendly and a lot more light this year okay. so um it has a lot more people luck it also has a big and small auspicious star so it actually has a really good opportunity to tap into um small wins and also big wins um it's a matter of keeping your eyes open and acknowledging when they come forward now we're in the snake month and um so may is actually going to be a really interesting month may is the month of the snake so if you were born in may you're also born in the snake month and the snake for this year also is in the position of the flying star four so the snake has really good people skills and really good friendship skills and great academic skills as well Uh the snake is also a travel star so we are likely to actually experience a lot more accidents for this month um, because when the snake and the tiger combine, we have double travel stars. So there, there is likely to be an increase in travel incidents around the world. But the mm. snake on a whole is actually performing really quite well. It has um, a heavenly seal, it has nobleman luck, and it also has small auspicious star, which brings in small winds as well. Okay. If you were born between 9 and 11 in the morning, you're also born in a snake hour. Um, so that's actually really quite favourable for you from a business and a career point of view um, if you are born in the snake hour. Then in June, we have the horse month. Now, the horse is... is strutting at stuff this year. Um, The horse is doing really, really well. The horse has a victory star. So it has that ability to succeed in all that it endeavors and does. And it also has what we call a Robocop star. So it means (laughs) that the horse this year, so if you remember the movie Robocop that he was 
so busy working that he actually neglected his family. So the horse yeah. actually does have that tendency this year, that it's going to be so busy with its victory and its success of getting where it wants to go that it's likely to, to, to neglect family. So the horse does need to be mindful of that. Um, but he has harmony. He is actually an ally to the tiger. So the horse oh. overall is actually in a really quite a strong position um, for 2000 Because of its association with the tiger and it's a tiger year. Yeah, it's a tiger year. So tiger, dog and horse are actually um, allies. So they have that really nice energy and harmony um, between them. So because it's a tiger year, it actually gives the horse harmony um, by being an ally. So often we, particularly if we're struggling, if if we're having a hard year, we then want to hang out with our allies. Um, It gives us like secret protection, um, which is similar to the secret friend. So, So the tiger's secret friend is actually the snake. So um, the so when the snake and the no the tigers um, see yes so 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 when they hang out together it, it kind of gives yes. that positive energy within the chart with the combination of the two animals. Uh-huh. Now coming to July, July we have the goat month. Now goats last year were extremely undermined. Um, the goat had the goat actually had a really difficult rough year last year because yes, it was a rough year. Um, because being the year of the ox last year, the goat is in clash with the ox. So whenever it's an ox month or day, then the goat will feel very overwhelmed by responsibility. Um, so the goat's really just catching its breath this year from last year's um tumultuous year individually for goats um but the goat this year has both big and small auspicious stars and it's actually in a position of the flying star too though so the goat's um health and energy is still a little bit undermined it has quite neutral life force energy so the goat Mm. is just going to have to be mindful that it really does take care of its health this year and um it, it doesn't get too overwhelmed by the emotions that is around the goat of course is an earth animal so because we have so much water about it's going to be very easy for goats to feel that they're they've got a lot of thought confusion and that that their mind's a little bit muddied um, because the combination of earth and water creates mud obviously Um, then we have the monkey now the monkey has a big auspicious star and the monkey also has a travel star and an academic star so monkeys are always very bright they're very tenacious they they always ask a lot of questions they're often the center of attention um only because they're they're, they're so busy and they're so interested (laughs) in everything in life but unfortunately the monkey this year is the animal that is in clash with the tiger um so because it's the tiger year now the monkey this year is also a travel star so we have to be very mindful that when the tiger the monkey and the snake come together we class it as a three penalty travel star um so when we hit the month of august so may and august we have major um tendencies for a lot of traveling incidents and accidents Mm. um because these animals are coming together so the monkey generally is for um, performing quite well but it does have the clash tendency 
And when I say clash, clashes because it's the tiger and the monkey actually clash in their personalities and um, yeah. one's the monkey's metal and the tiger's wood. So metal chops wood, in fact. Um, and oh. so th th that's, this is when we go back to the elements. So, so the reason why animals get on or they don't get on is generally the mix of the elements that sit within the animal to um, how it's going to be. So the monkey and the tiger um, will bring about tumultuous results. But what a clash does is a clash makes you stand up, makes you be counted. And it also mm. puts you in a position of major move and change so if we hit a clash, it means that there's, there's things that we have to rethink. There's things in our life that need adjustment. And this is what the clash does. It comes in so that we can actually adjust and we can grow and we can move forward, if, if that makes sense. So um, clash isn't a bad thing as long as you are actually mindful of it. We then have the rooster, and Yay. the rooster um, is um, a very strong contender this year. The rooster has big auspicious stars. It has the flower of romance. It has a star called the Yi Duo, and the Yi Ooh. Duo means that it will actually multiply the energy of whatever is about. So if the, if the rooster is feeling really positive and it's preening and it's shining, well, then it's going to be very likable. But if it's feeling quite depressed, it can go woe is me very quickly and very easily as well. So mm -hmm. yi duo means you have to be mindful and accountable of how you're actually um, feeling this year. Um, but the rooster has very strong persuasive qualities. Roosters are always very good debaters um, and they generally like to get their point across. Um, so, but the rooster this year is actually in a, a really nice, strong position um, for 2020. Okay, we only have two to go. So the dog. Yes. The dog is um, feeling a little bit tired. It has quite neutral life force energy. So the dog is actually still feeling a little bit tired and a little bit worn out. Um, but it does have big auspicious stars. It does have harmony. And it does have that golden deity star. So the dog is very capable of trusting its intuition this year as well. Um, then we have the pig. Now, the pig is actually one of the top performing animals for this year. Um, oh. Interestingly enough, the pig, the goat and the rooster are actually the top three performing animals energy-wise. Um, they have the um, greatest capabilities of success. Um, they just have to set the course in motion and put their mind to it um, to, to, to succeed. So the pig has harmony. It has a travelling horse, so it means it has a lot of movement and change within its chart. And it is also an ally. So the pig is also the tiger's secret friend as such. Um, so the tiger and the pig get on very, very well. The pig does have what we call a robbery star, though. So the robbery star um, means that because the pig's performing and shining so well obviously when we're doing well often other people go okay I want what she's having so um, then we have this robbery tendency which means people are going to try to take your word away from you so it can be in in words it can be in relationships or it can actually come down to being burgled or robbed um, physically right. within your home also um, intellectual property so so the pig just has to be mindful of that robbery star so even though things are doing so well for the pig they need to be aware that not everybody has their best interest at heart for the year mm. um, and people will often want what you've got if you're doing really really well
So it's really quite a mixed bag, but most yeah. of the animals are in a relatively strong position this year. We just do have that major um, three animal penalty of yeah. tiger, monkey and snake. Which and is, that's across and the whole year though. That is across the whole year. It will spike. Um, and, and why it's major this year is because it involves three animals. So because it's already a tiger year, that means every time it's a monkey or a snake hour or a monkey or snake day or month, we kind of have the double whammies. So yeah. for the month of May, it's already a tiger year. Now it's a snake month. So every time yeah. the monkey appears on a day or within an hour, then we, we get hit with the three animals. And, and August will be the same, of course, because then it's the monkey month. Now, a three penalty, as I said, causes major travel incidents. So it does. It causes mm -hmm. natural disasters and it also tra causes travel incidents and incidents of fire. So we're likely to have a, a, an increase in fires, nuclear de de a def detonation. That's a big word for Ooh. me this morning. Um, <laughs> but um, like underground fires and explosions, um, airplanes. Okay. Um, so it will actually be that clash between to a point metal and water um, that will actually ignite things. Do, Michelle, does that apply to like war? Would that be considered yeah. metal explosion? Metal, uh, metal is war. Um, the West, um, um, the roost of the West and um, America is actually in the position of the Flying Star 7 this year. And the 7 is actually a military star. And oh. so this is why America is itching for war, basically. Um, the metal is um, what causes, um, metal is daggers, it's knives, it's, it's yeah. bullets. It, it's Grenades. Harm, flashes generally, Mitchells. flash to the wood. And the wood is actually the human body. Um, it, it, it's our bones. Oh, so this no. is why we're finding even the homeless, they're, they're, there's a lot more knife incidents, there's a lot more accidents, there's a lot more shootings um, will actually take place in Western pockets um, because, yes, Seven is a military star. And it's also a star of past luck because it was the last time period star from 2004 to 2000, from 1984 to no, 2004. Oh, 2004 to 2024 um, is um, period eight. But prior to period eight was period seven. So that was 1984 to 2004. So at that point, seven, which represents also, the seven represents um, the skin and lungs. So we found in period seven, we had um, a lot more skin conditions and we had asthma was a, a major yeah. issue in a period seven. And seven was very much about technology and military as well. We had the mm. Vietnam War. Computers yeah. were actually designed with that time yeah. period. Yeah. Um, it asthma, skin conditions, asthma, they were actually a lot more on the rise. Um, once 2004 came, those all of those issues kind of settled. And yes, of course, we have had war within this time period, um, but we have tried to have it a lot more grounded. Um, all the numbers are in their natural position this year. So it's quite interesting that the seven naturally sits in the west and america yeah. sits in the west of the map of the world and the america has such strong military strength yes. um and it has really since 1984 really so for the last 40 years um it's it's been a leader in military control and power 
Yeah. Um, you said something about 2004. Um, I follow um, a t- traditional energy astrology and there was a comment about the eclipse season that we're about to go into. It hasn't been the same pattern since 2004. So I'm really... I, 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 it's fascinating that the the metaphysical studies often yes. overlap and and agree well, all be, the because time. It, it's often quite um, analytical because it's all yeah. within it's all within sequence, of course. Yes. So yes, it's like how many times does 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 the sun go around the moon? Yes. because everything is sequence, and everything mm. about feng shui energy is yes. read from the analytical sequence of energy. Correct. So we can go. You can you can actually look back and go what happened in 1964 because how the world performed in 1964 64. is very similar to how it's performing this year so Mm -hmm. if you look at um, where war was positioned um, where the movement of women was positioned in 1964 you can actually see that resurgence this year because the energy is playing out in the same way it's just we have social media now and I think where it's far easier for us to be knowledged and educated and coerced Mm -hmm. um, now than what it was back in 64 Um, but the energy um, and the elements and even from climatic weather you can actually go okay when did the earthquakes occur what 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 major natural disasters happened in 64 because they they will actually be very similar to what happens this year throughout the year depending on the month Michelle, I'm just curious, when you were talking about um, the animals and the month of year, I'm like, so you should be able to predict or analyse, say, the state, the federal election, the likely (laughs) perhaps outcome of what that would look like based on the candidate's particular astrological animal. Is that correct? It it is correct. Yes, so you, you can. You would have you to know that information, though. Yeah, you you can analytically analyse it. I can actually look at, at that date. I can also look at the um, the the elements. So it's, it's quite easy, interesting because obviously, yes, this this podcast is going around the world, so not everybody yes. is aware of what is actually happening within Australia. Yes. Um, but Correct. within Australia, our our leading parties are basically blue red 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 blue and green okay yeah and, um so the um and if we look at the elements for this year so the elements for this year the earth element represents um friends and foe okay so the um the earth element um is um i would say one nation's probably the earth element um because oh. its colors are very strong within the orange one, yes. one nation has orange coloring so that, that that means they're likely to with what they're saying um put quite a um intelligent point across so um they're, they're likely to speak to the people the people are more likely to actually notice and take a stand of what one nation's saying and also the united australia party would would be similar yes, because that's their color is very much yellow so yellow is also of the earth nature so those parties have a very strong position this year to actually influence the people 
because uh -huh. um, the earth element represents people. So in your individual chart, the earth yeah. element represents your clients as much as such, your clients, your colleagues and your friends. So that means One Nation and United Australia Party are in a very strong position of actually influencing power and okay. um people following they're, they're more likely to have more followers this year than what they possibly have within the past yeah. any of the parties that sit in the white color which is a metal color so um white um which is probably a national party um okay. they may have they have a lot of output but they don't have they yeah. won't have a huge amount of influence because mm -hmm. they're of like the metal nature yeah. Yeah. the water element so the yeah, water blue. element is probably very much blue so blue is actually yes. liberal within this country yes. so the blue actually represents water represents money and wealth okay so uh -huh. that puts the liberal party in a position of wealth and money and and, and power as such well money mm -hmm. is power but and really the liberal party is still kind of holding our purse strings i suppose correct then we have um all the green parties so all your green parties are possibly more like your independents yes um you would have okay the greens um yes. Great Australian Party, yes. Australian Federation Party, you, yes. like your independents that are actually rising um, and they, they, their colour's more green. Um, so green's all about growth, but green is also put into a position of power and status and presence. So it means these independents are actually going to be seen a lot more. So it's That's like the so Orange Party, um, One so Nation good. and United Australia, they're kind of doing the talk. Um, but it's actually all the talks the going to shed light a lot more to any parties that are kind of within that green sector, ah. if, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then we have the fire sector. Now, we're yes. very lucky in fire this year, and obviously Labor is fire. So Labor's yes. a resource. So Labor is showing that it's a resource and it kind of has assets and it's got a lot to say, but resources are usually used they're mm. not usually what stands out front and wins. So yeah. if we only looked from the element point of view, yes. um, that kind of, it does kind of show where things are, are kind of going how, how the people vote is another thing we don't have any yes. control over that yeah. um and also we can look at um we could look at the animals of the um leaders I suppose we're the leaders we could do their charts to have um have a look which one has the greatest success rate and you could yeah. also break down all the candidates within elections and go oh okay what is their chinese astrology animal so like the snake and the um rooster and the tiger they actually have the art of persuasion this year the art of the spoken word so it means those animals are going to be seen far easier than another animal that mm. that that is quite low within in its energy so like you can break it down on many levels we yes. i don't have a crystal ball like i wish no, i do no, no. um but but I, I don't have a crystal ball and it is really interesting um and it's quite it's an interesting topic because i'm actually a federal candidate for yes um, for i didn't know whether you wanted to <laughs> I don't know if you um, so, to mention that. Yeah, <laughs> What's your I, I, scheme? 
it is. So, so I, I'm actually a candidate for the Australian Federation Party and we're very much about freedom. So it's yeah. very much about change, action, movement and freedom. Um, mm. And so the freedom is obviously the green. So yes. I, I, I think if... That's the, good. The intent, yeah, it, it is. If these independent parties have any chance of... Um, making a change I, I think this is a very important year to do it also the election um it will depend on the day of the election to which animals are favorable and the election is falling in a wood month so it is actually a wood snake month which means um wood is very strong with its growth and progression and the element of wood also it represents wind so with the with the water supporting it um, and the wind, um, that is very much an indication of winds of change. Um, so Good. it is actually Good. going to be, it's going to be very interesting. It is going to be um, fascinating. Which, which way it, it falls. I know. As you were saying that, I'm, I'm reflecting on the American um, midterms. I'm, I'm not absolutely sure of the terminology, but they are coming into midterms. And, you know, the Republicans at red, Democrats blue, I'm transferring that information you've just had about Australian politics to American politics and thinking, oh, my goodness, that could be really fascinating. Yes, yeah, it, it, it is. A, it's a totally different point of view. <laughs> it, it, it's really, it is quite a different point of view. But feng shui and Chinese astrology, this is why it is used around the world. This is yes. why so many people... it's energy and it's talking it's about... It's just energy. The, and and energy. the energy of people is very, very strong. And the mm. energy of movement and change, because we are in this major... Um, a position and feeling of dissatisfaction um yes. so so it's it, it's the struggle of power and it, it's quite interesting because women this year um the women sits women sit in the southwest um in the direction yes. of the chart so women this year are kind of slightly undermined within their energy they have a sickness and illness star energy for for the old woman not not the middle-aged yeah. woman but the older woman um <laughs> good, good have, to know sickness and illness yes but women next year have are in a position of victory and success so that that means what happens and this leading year, into very 2024 into oh my victory god and where men this year, the men, men, the patriarch and CEOs and leaders actually sit in the position of in the northwest, um, and the northwest for this year has the flying star six. Now the flying star six is all about power struggles. It, it's about oh. positions of power, status, and authority. Um, and when a six is unbalanced or too strong, this is when we have very strong bullying and dictational. Um, that's so fascinating. It is really interesting because women will be coming across much softer where men are going to be coming across very, like, powerful. So then it comes yeah. down to people going, okay, well, we want change. What type of change do we actually want to bring about? Now, obviously, America sits where the Flying Star 7 sit in too. Mm. So um, that's military. That's past luck. So, um, But the 7 actually buys into... Um, very good storytelling so the flying star seven it, even though it has negative connotations from a military point if you're wanting to tell a story you tap mm. into that west sector because the west is actually all about telling stories so it's amazing wow. for marketing um so so the west is in a strong position for storytelling and marketing 
which wow. is the rooster as well. So the rooster's <laughs> actually in a strong persuasive position. Yeah, yeah. Michelle, you've got like all these decades of amazing wisdom and knowledge around feng shui. From your perspective, working in this space for so long, what's the accuracy? Like I, I know and from my perspective, it's completely accurate. But I'm curious about your perspective. Um, well, I think you have to have a fair amount of accuracy uh, um, to have your clients come back. If, if you're yes. not actually, if you're not yes. selling hope and you're not actually getting results for your clients um, within their home um, and within their Chinese astrology chart, you you don't have a repeat customer. It's, it's really yeah. that simple. Um, it doesn't yeah. matter how good you are at telling the story. Um, if you don't get results, you, 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 your clients do not come back. So yeah. I've had very strong success I have a lot of clients um I have a lot of big clients that won't yes. buy a building or won't do a development without, without my space though so um I, I I think feng shui is very powerful and it yes. does help people in major ways because you are very much looking from an analytical point of view and a forecasting point of view so yeah. you can actually make a difference in people's lives quite substantially and quite yeah. easily they may not always agree or like to hear what you tell them um, oh, I have yeah. a lot of clients that go into um, a kind of they, they, they try to convince me they want me just to agree <laughs> with what we go into negotiations I call it um, yeah. and it's like they, they they want to hear my point of view but then they want to negotiate with me to have me agree to what they actually want to do oh, I'd like to put a swimming pool here and I go no, no. oh but um, so so we, we we do have negotiations um, which is quite interesting because often people will go into negotiations and if you don't agree with them they will still some will still do what they want to do and yeah. then it's very hard because you're in the position where you'd like to go I told you so but really you which shouldn't. you would never do, um, never do that <laughs> no. I know you would never do that but yeah um, um, no I, I have to be a little bit more diplomatic about it um, but no, I think um, success is quite easy to get with feng shui if it's actually yeah. done properly. Um, but I have to agree. Having, it's having the right information. Like you, you have to have the, the right date of birth. You have to have the right compass reading. Um, mm -hmm. So it's not pie in the sky. Um, no. And feng shui is actually really quite dangerous in the hands of somebody that He's does not got that knowledge. And yeah. doesn't have all the knowledge. There are a lot of practitioners out there that can very easily do damage to people's homes and well-being. And mm. I think you hold a huge responsibility to be correct with your within your information of what you tell people because you're you're, you're playing with their lives, and yeah. um, that that's kind of powerful stuff. Absolutely. And that's why if people are thinking about feng shui, they need to engage with a master and a yes. master trained feng shui yes. specialist. So For I sure. get why your bigger clients would keep coming back because that's what you have is that yeah. expertise. Um, so I've got a scenario running through my head and I just have to ask you, so, so say someone's a real estate investor and mm -hmm. they buy commercial buildings, they can actually go to you and go, this is the building that I'm thinking of purchasing and you can see from Google Maps 
where that property is positioned and what the feng shui energy around that property would mean. So does that actually mean that they might have picked a great property in a great space, but what they put in terms of, say, tenants or shops in that property could also be impacted by the feng shui energy? Um, Well, yes. Um, As the owner of the building, you're looking at the overall energy of the building. So if that um, building lines up within your energy and it's favourable and the flying stars are favourable also for that building, that building can do extremely well. Um, Looking at tenants, um, one lot of tenants might be very successful and do really well and then the next lot may not. Um, That Mm -hmm. may be to do with either time change in the like the 20 year time period change within a building or it may be from a yearly flying star point of view so one year um your tenants um may perform really really well because that apartment as such has great flying stars and then those tenants move out and new family moves in that family the directions the bed direction the door direction may not be conducive for for those occupants and they may get hit with unfavorable flying stars so then they may not perform really well for you they leave and your next tenants may perform well so it will come down to the individual. Um, mm. It is very much personally matching a building to to, to the occupants, um, and that was my to, next to what you're living in. Um, but if if you're looking from an investment point of view, you're kind of looking at a different level than if you're mm. looking at a personal point of view of you sleeping or working or living yeah. there. So I'm thinking also from a commercial point of view, you've had a building for, um, uh, you know, 18 years. If you know the feng shui energy around that building, it yes. may actually be time to sell before it turns over in its Definitely. 20-year energy space. Yes, definitely. So this is, um, with all my consulting at this point um, for all new builds, I'm looking into the consideration of the next time period's energy. Um, And so you should build this building and sell it in this year because that's what the feng shui is. So a lot, a lot of my clients at the moment, I'm telling them that come 2024, they need to move from where they are currently living. Um, I would advise them that it is time to move prior to 2024. So what happened wow. in 2004, which will happen again in 2024, as we changed the time period from um, period eight to period nine, the uh-huh. Flying Star 8, that is the eight of current prosperity within a building and home at the moment, will yeah. go from being being current and prosperous to becoming past. And that will happen basically on the 4th of February in 2024. So if you have a building where you're the entrance to the building, your front door um, your, or your bedroom is has the flying star eight as a water star or a mountain star, that means your luck is going from being current and prosperous, so you've been yes. doing really, really well, to actually sitting in a past luck position. Um, so this will impact a lot of people. Now, this happened in 2000 with um, the period seven homes because they had double sevens. So period eight and period seven have both had double flying star numbers within the chart. So uh, the seven all of a sudden went from having prosperous luck within your business and also within your relationships to that luck going from prosperous one day to past 
the next. Um, and I actually, my studies had been done and I, um, the majority of my consulting started around 2004. And oh. it was really interesting. The, um, the major, major difference in the luck of buildings and homes. So, and, and, I, and I was seeing it all around me with, with consulting. And it, it was quite fascinating because that was very much the early days and the beginning of my, my mm. consulting. Um, mm. So to actually come in and begin consulting on such a major time change um, was a, a huge learning experience. But no, it, it was very interesting. So so it is, it, and we've kind of sat and we've been seated in energy for the last 20 years, um, 18 years. But that's um, going to so, But it's about to change again. So, Ooh. and all the numbers will change significantly. Ooh. So um, feng shui so maybe is about, now is about a good... to once again get very interesting. Oh, absolutely. And I'm thinking if you're thinking of selling a property, then in the next two years is kind of good yes. and then you should be setting, looking for that property to go into the next 20-year period 20 of time. Years. So you, you do, oh you're, you're, you're setting yourself up. But it will also, sometimes it does come down to a personal choir number as well. Yes. So if you're um, a choir number two, five, or eight, you will yes. have performed relatively well in period eight because two, five, and eight are actually all earth numbers. So, so they're like, they're, they're, they're friends. Mm -hmm. um, once we hit period nine, the energy mm -hmm. is of the fire nature. So mm -hmm. fire obviously um, gives life to um, wood. Wood gives life to fire. So if you're a choir number three or four, you're going to find period nine quite exhausting because your mm -hmm. element is giving life to the energy of the time period. Um, and if you're a choir six or seven, which is the metal time period, you would have found this time period quite exhausting. So it's um, feng shui is extremely layered um, from, from and it's what you're looking in your environment um, to your choir, to your bagua, to your flying stars, to your Chinese astrology. So this is Absolutely. why it is very important that you actually do have a professional um, giving yes. you your advice um, yeah. because someone like me or another feng shui master can 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 pinpoint your issues they can explain it to you properly um and then then you have you have the hope of success wonderful michelle on that note we are completely out of time and i hate Yay. to do this because we had more things to talk about but that's okay what i'm going to do is encourage people to jump on and connect with michelle at complete feng shui she is available for global consultation around any of the subjects we've talked about today um i will be making sure that we have michelle back on any number of our shows in the upcoming months as well we also have some other things planned too so watch out for those complete feng shui with michelle castle please make sure you jump on connect with michelle get a subscription get a books buy her books and she has tips and subscriptions available on all different levels that my friends is our lot for this co-hosted series please watch out for the next um installment michelle von castle thank you so thank you. much for right, my pleasure i've loved it show. thank you so much thank you it's everybody been... for watching so much fun. I can't wait to chat again soon. And that, my friends, is your lot for this week. Please make sure you do watch the re-shows on YouTube and catch up with Michelle directly. Thank you so much. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Thank you.